Dan Bongino. Welcome to the Bongino Brief. I'm Dan Bongino. What are the hallmarks of a tyranny? No, I mean, seriously, if you had to narrow it down, if someone said socialist, tyrannical, totalitarian regimes, I need you to aggregate into a, into a trifecta. What are the three things they all have in common? All of them. Murderous, torturous, fascist regimes, communism, totalitarianism. What do they all have in common? I would make the case to you, and I'd love for you to hear my, you know, hear me out and respond back. If you think there's more, something I'm missing, let me know. I would argue the hallmarks of tyranny are this. Number one, there is no distinction between the private and the public self. I'll explain all of these. That's number one. Number two, there is no law. There's just arbitrary enforcement of the law. What they call the law is meaningless. They just prosecute whoever they want. Number three, indoctrination and media compliance with propaganda. So let's go through them one by one because I want to warn you that this is happening right now. We are descending at a maddeningly rapid pace into third world status. If we lose in 2022 and 2024, I don't know what's going to happen. Here, hallmark number one of a growing tyranny or an established tyranny. Ladies and gentlemen, there is no distinction between the public and private self. What do I mean by that? Anyone out there listening who grew up in a Soviet bloc country, and there are many of you who grew up in Cuba. I live down here in South Florida. There are Cubans everywhere. They're all over. They will gladly tell you stories of their parents or themselves living under the horrible Castro regime and all of the torture and political imprisonment and fear and what they did to get away. They'll tell you. They'll talk to you. But that's why they mostly vote Republican, because they can't stand socialist Democrats. But one of the things they'll tell you is there's no private self. What do I mean by that? Folks, in a free constitutional republic, in a society that respects individual liberty, you have a private self. Listen, folks, we're in our house. We do stuff. We don't want people watching us. Go to the bathroom. You brush your teeth. You're in the shower, right? I mean, being human comes with being human. You know, maybe everything you're watching, you know, on TV, you don't want everybody. As long as you're not breaking the law, not everything we do as human beings is always, uh, you know, peaches and cream, right? And the essence of being human. But you're relatively comfortable in a free society that there's a private self. I once heard a line, tell me if it's true. Joe, what do you think of this? A man in his underwear and socks is a man at its worst. Is his worst. That's pretty much true. <laughs> underwear and socks, black socks pulled up, pretty much the worst. You, you, never, you don't need a picture of that on the internet, but what's wrong? You're wearing underwear and socks, no big deal. All right. Well, when you're in a communist country, in a socialist, tyrannical regime, everything's public. There's no private self ever. Why am I bringing this up? My friend Sebastian Gorka sent this over to me. I, I, I don't even know how to describe how shocking what he says in this clip is. And again, how nobody's picking it up is just bizarre. He was brought on with another friend of mine, Grant Stinchfield, great guy over at Newsmax, terrific host. And they're talking about the Tucker Carlson case where Tucker Carlson's alleging that he's been spied on by the NSA and he has evidence. Here's Sebastian Gorka talking about the TAO. And how they spied on him and others. Check this out. How did you first learn that they were possibly spying on you while you're working in the White House? And to think about that, the ramifications to me are chilling that that could have been going on. I got to know a couple of great patriots. One was a very senior former CIA official who'd been a station chief and worked in the Middle East after September the 11th. And another one was a, a former member of the armed forces with a special forces and intelligence background. 
And they told me after I left the White House that uh, they wanted me to know there is a part of the NSA. It is the uh, most aggressive cyber arm of the NSA called the Tailored Access Operations, the TAO. And there was a small unit of contractors in the TAO who had been tasked to actually surveil members of the Trump administration, me and Steve Bannon and others included. Wait, what? Huh? You think he's just making that up, Gorka? Like, ah, yeah, let me just say TAO. Folks, I know the reporter he's working with. I'm not going to say who it is because seriously, this is this is really scary stuff. She's got great sources. Gorka's not making this up. So there's a branch of the NSA, the TAO, that was monitoring people in the Trump administration. Again, hallmark number one, core Leg of the stool, number one of any tyranny, is no private self. Everything's public. The ruling regime has access to your information at any time. There's a second part to this. How exactly the NSA, Gorka part two here, how they got a hold of his data, because the NSA is not allowed to spy on Americans on American soil. So how exactly did they get a hold of some of their communications? Well, I want you to listen to this piece for you. This is part two of this from Gorka, where he talks about how the NSA does this thing called traffic shaping, I guess, in the TAO. Check this out. The methods they used are absolutely unconstitutional. There's a, a dodge they worked out called traffic shaping, where they, whereby they know that they're not allowed to spy on U.S. Uh, persons in the United States but they know that internet communications are absolutely global. So the NSA uses its capacity to shape internet traffic to move the nodes of connection. So instead of my email going from Washington, D.C. to New York, they route it through Malaysia and they say, oh, look, that's a foreign communication. Therefore, we can intercept it. So with traffic shaping, they break the constitutional restrictions on the NSA and they spy on people for political purposes. Uh, as to proof, um, a very, very highly respected journalist has uh, has the evidence and she promised me that she will uh, publicly uh, disclose her sources. So when she does that, uh, we'll have something to refer to. You see, hallmark number three, I don't want to skip ahead here. We're talking about the private public distinction, how there isn't any. Everything's public. The NSA is clearly, according to these allegations, spying on some people. So there's nothing private. But hallmark number three is media corruption. If we had actual reporters, we don't. They would be knocking on the NSA's door right now asking these questions. It's only one of the most serious allegations I've heard all week, maybe all year. So the public-private self distinction is evaporating. What's the second hallmark, second leg of the stool of a growing tyranny? Arbitrary enforcement of the law. Law doesn't mean anything. Ladies and gentlemen, justice is supposed to be blind. When you have a constitution, it's supposed to apply to the poorest and the richest, black and white, Asian, Muslim, Jew, Christian. It doesn't matter. The law applies equally. We don't selectively enforce the law based on your racial status, sexual orientation, where you were born. We don't do that. Arbitrary enforcement of the law is a hallmark of communist and socialist regimes. Show them the person, they'll invent the crime. It's happening right now. You doubt me? Alan Wesselberg, the Trump Organization and its CFO. That's it, Wesselberg. Indicted by a Manhattan grand jury. For what? What, terrorist ties? 
What did the Trump organization and its CFO, what do they allege that they are prosecuting in New York, the Trump organization CFO, wait for it, because the organization gave out free parking and stuff to people and they're alleging there's some tax violation there. Yeah, yeah, that sounds legit, folks. So let me get this straight with New York. New York is the number one target of terrorists around the world, New York City. And New York City prosecutors, by the way, Chinese espionage is rife in New York. It's everywhere from the country of China. So we've got that going on. We've got BLM running wild, crime rates running crazy in New York, up close to triple digits, murders soaring. And the priorities of the New York uh, of the New York prosecutors and New York City prosecutors, just let me get this straight, are the Trump CFO for a alleged tax violation on free parking. Well done, fellas. Well done. You are really cracking down. Way to do it. Priorities, man. You got to have priorities. Again, leg number two of a three-legged stool of tyranny. Arbitrary enforcement of the law. The third stool, the third leg of the stool of tyranny. You must indoctrinate the kids. Well, we've seen that. I'm not going to beat a dead horse through CRT and critical race theory, getting everyone to hate one another. That's one of the ways you do it. But that indoctrination requires media corruption and compliance. And when I say media, I mean talking heads too, people that have profiles in the media who go out there and lie to you on behalf of their masters in big government. Here's a guy I saw yesterday doing exactly that, who doesn't clearly, he claims to be a former FBI agent. I'm sure he is. I'm sure he's not lying. But it's a James Harris on Twitter. Of course, doing the bidding of his masters in the FBI, he's trying to shoot down Tucker Carlson's allegations that he was spied on despite Tucker Carlson's evidence because James Harris is not remotely curious about what happens. James Harris is clearly not a bright guy. He says, dear Tucker Carlson, let me tell you something I know from experience. I love when FBI agents cite their experience. He says, if the NSA was reading your, why? Because they usually screw it up. He says, if the NSA was reading your texts or emails, unlikely, there are only two possibilities. The person you are emailing, texting is an agent of a foreign power or a FISA court has determined you are. No, wrong. Sorry, Jim. Go back to FBI school. Screwed that up. He's wrong, but he's doing what media requires. He's doing the bidding of his FBI masters, which the media will scoop up to properly indoctrinate their people and get them to look away from the gross civil liberties violation Tucker Carlson's evaluating. Folks, again, I'll tie that up. No public-private distinction. Everything's public. Hallmark number one of a tyranny. Arbitrary law enforcement, hallmark number two. Hallmark number three, indoctrination and media corruption with the aid of experts. The Dan Bongino Show. If you'd like to hear more, subscribe to The Dan Bongino Show wherever you get your podcasts.